0: Shalom Racha, hope everybody's doing well. So we're jumping back into our study of the footnotes of the story of our lives. We're on page 28. And we're talking over here about a very, very important distinction between more of the classical musr svarim toward personal development and spiritual growth and the approach of the Hasidic masters. And we read over here, one of the mighty foundations of the Hasidic perspective is the firm conviction that the innermost foundation of existence is rooted in goodness and holiness. This was, Mamesh, the core of the Hasidic perspective. The core base assumption was that already things inside, 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 however deep you need to look, but beyond all of the coverings is good, is goodness, is holiness. Belief in the essential goodness and acute holiness present at the truest core of the Jewish identity. The tzaddikim stressed that instead of seen as working from the outside in, defined in the common Musr axiom external actions, impact the inner emotions, which of course implies that the inside is not already there and needs to then be impacted by something outside we're doing that's less true. The tzaddikim say external actions or rather, avodes must be seen as working from the inside out. External actions reveal the inner emotions. And this is a very, very big difference, an enormously gigantic difference between the way in which the musr tzaddikim saw spiritual development and the conviction of the Hasidim that inside, inside, each Jew is already perfect, is already shalim and that external actions even if taken for the quote-unquote for the, uh, for the, the less-than-pure motive, will ultimately, ultimately align with the deepest MS that already exists inside. And so in the te- in the circles of the Hasidic masters, the teaching of mitoich shaloy balishma did not simply mean that by engaging in Torah for ulterior motives, one would eventually come to study it for the proper reasons. Rather, they read this teaching differently. mitoich shaloy within the ulterior motive itself, balishma. One is able to unearth the veiled presence of Holy Intention. So footnote 14 leads us to Chavesat Hamidim, Parakid Base. It was also brought in the Naim, it's also brought in Keser Shem Tov, Gimel. And by the other Tzaddik, here the Chavisat Hamidim, whose yard it was yesterday, so it's such Ashkacha that we're learning this today, says the most beautiful thing. And listen to what he writes here. He first describes those that engage with Torah just on a very, very shallow level and who are involved just you know for their own benefit externally and what they'll gain from it, but ultimately if it's something that they're not interested in or not even those who engage in Torah per se but he he describes you know people who are involved in things that they enjoy and he says that the only reason that they're really engaged fully in it is because there's something you know beneficial for them on the external level and the moment that they perceive it not being beneficial anymore, they let go of it. but he says atta Talmidim this is the uh, the sources that I'm sending here. But this won't be the same for you, my students. If you'll walk and if you'll connect yourself to the ways of chasidas, your souls will become revealed, will become awakened and revealed. And the sparks of paradise that live dormant within you, Yavriku will begin to shine as Kedosh Torah Targishu, the Holy One of Israel, a reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that exists, that abides within the Torah Targishu, you'll feel, the and you will benefit from the glimmer and from the glow of His Shchina, of His indwelling presence, and this will be your ultimate reward. Raba. And from here you'll be able to find the strength to engage with Torah on such a deep level, not because you're gaining something from it, but because of the very experience of being able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the deepest way. And he says, "Al You know, don't imagine that we're Mistakenly saying shab mehero tisap cholanshe koydus lo metira l'shma b'lishintik for the kapal pras that overnight you know you're going to turn into these incredible tzaddikim and gedolim that are just going to learn Torah l'shma without any hope for reward lel arviachba neither you know money profit afloy skabid bav and not to, to to receive any honor from this sharkas tzaddikim gedolim zeichenla only the very great tzaddikim are zochet to this ein anutayim bezel we entertain no such delusions avodaima hadavar. But your future relationship with Torah is compared of as Banai to a father who loves his son. Havasai, because of this love that's essentially unconditional, and that's unexplainable. And that's not bound or reliant upon any parameters or foundation. So therefore, that compels him to find so many good points in his son. And he wonders, why doesn't the whole world love my son the way that I love my son? Look how many good things, look how many you know positive traits he has, look how talented he is. But if Emes says the Rebbe. The truth is, <laughs> It could be that a son objectively doesn't have any of these good points. It's raka havas nafshe It's only the inner love of the father that that influences his mind and compels his das his intellect benay to lean. Toward his son's goodness, sheyirah by myelus is causing him to see good things in his son that might not objectively be there, but they are subjectively true because they are founded upon his essential love for the for his child. Hey, and he says it's true. about tari, yeshnan Kala tikvas. The Torah encompasses all tikvas tawas, all benefits. Af is even physical, even this worldly game. But that won't be why you're bound to the Torah, even though these things are true. At the kasher, even if you think that you're connected to Torah only for selfish reasons, the basis of your visions, of your hopes, of personal gain and personal benefit, that is only a manifestation of your essential love for Torah that has nothing to do with your own benefit, just like the mashallah, the father, who sees all these wonderful talents in his son that aren't really there, but the real truth is that he just loves his son because it's his son that then become enclosed within your mind, and that then compel you to come and find personal benefit in the Torah that may or may not be there, but that's not really the essence of your relationship and your love of Torah. And then you'll see that learning Torah will bring you honor and bring you wealth and so on and so forth. Who sanctified their souls, and sanctified their bodies and gave themselves over physically and intellectually to the Torah completely. They didn't have any of these delusions. They... Simply, were able to reveal the essential love that was irrespective of any personal benefit, and that's why they bound themselves, of to the Torah. But you, the student, you're still a little bit, and your mind is still a little bit under the influence of the body. As you should know, you only know, you know, your, yourself. You're only thinking about what's best for your body therefore your inner love that's perfectly pure that's perfectly free of any ulterior motive therefore it- that love It will come. It will come and become enclosed within your thoughts for personal benefit. to then approach Torah in a way of thinking. You know how is this going to benefit me? How can this help me? And and Therefore, we have to understand, and this is what I reference in the book that the even within a Jew's loilishma, even within a Jew's engagement with Torah, whether it be Torah study—that's the example at hand—or anything in Yiddishkeit or any milah. That appears to be lolishma that appears on the surface to only be the product of an ulterior motive but the truth is that within that halishma, loyleshma it is only a, a, a manifestation and an extension of the essential love that we feel inside 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 in our perfect purity that can never ever ever be extinguished that remains within us flickering eternally it's only a manifestation of that because we're physical beings. But ultimately, when you cut past the core of all the alter- ulterior motive, we find that our one motive is to bind ourselves with the Kaddish Baruch and our great love of Him that exists deeply, deeply, deeply beyond that can never, ever be, uh, be blemished. Maybe this is what Chazal is saying in Psachim. That a person should always engage in the study of Torah and the and the performance of Mitzvahs, even Shaloy lishma. Now, the simple understanding of the next few words is, that as a result of the a person will come to Lishma. The Tzaddik says, and this is the crux of this piece, ba. the word Ba, which means as a result of, he will come eventually to Lishma. No, it's talking about the Lishma itself. That it originates, that, it originates, that baleshma. That whatever loy a person is engaged with, Balishma, it only comes as a result of the Lishmah. That deep, deep beyond the the, uh, the 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 garment and the facade of loy if you dig beyond that, you're going to find ba, zem ba, ba. That within that loy within that ulterior motive, lies the essential love that's deeply, deeply rooted in the essence of our being, and that ultimately gets covered over by all of our Thoughts for personal benefit and so on and so forth. But ultimately, ultimately beyond all of those garments, we already have it. And that's a very, very different perspective to personal growth. Rather than saying, you know, a person needs to change themselves or, you know, or or completely transform themselves into something that they aren't already, right? That external actions impact the internal. And by the tzaddikim, it wasn't that. It was just you have to reveal your true self. It was external actions reveal what's already deeply rooted within the Jewish soul that all of us share, that all of us have deep, deep, deep at the essence of our being, beyond all of the dust and all the dirt that can be wiped away simply removed, blown off by the ruach of the redemptive tzaddikim, but ultimately inside it's always there and the flame is always burning, which is to uh, to reveal it and to hold on to this perspective, to judge ourselves favorably, to look favorably upon other Jews and to be able to identify and realize that we're already there inside and we just need a little bit of tikkun on the outside, but that's only a purely uh, cosmetic and external sort of, endeavor, but ultimately we're just trying to reveal the holiness and goodness we already have within. is already balishma. Looking forward to continuing this incredible limud with you, Ezra Hashem, I hope to post again uh, toward the end of the week. Have the most amazing, amazing day.